0: Helmut Ford presents the playoffs of Sigourney, Iowa. Also, uh, Brothers Market uh, and Sigourney is a new sponsor. We want to recognize. Want to thank Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Beyond beautiful benches and uh, some candidates running for office: uh, Adrian Dickey running as a state senator, uh, Helena Hayes and Jeff Shipley both running as House reps. They want you to know that they support high school football. We got. This week with Matt Meek and Matt, you are uh, you're gonna give us the Iowa City Cedar Rapids, kind of run down more of the bigger schools. Uh, a lot of a lot of exciting playoff action last night, and you your your game was no exception.
1: yeah, we were um, we were here in Liberty about a five minute drive from from my residence. Um I hadn't been to I'd been to Liberty games during the season, but none none at home, so we decided to stay close to home last night. Um, Liberty, Liberty had a tough challenge in Webster city. Webster city's coach, um, Bob Howard is, is much like Butch Peterson has been around the state of Iowa forever. Uh, I believe if I saw that correctly, 345 wins in his career. Um, and they run a wing T and, uh, you know, the wing T and, and some of that triple option stuff is very hard to show in practice. Um, that wing T last night reminded me of a team back in my playing days, Emmitsburg, they would, uh, they would get to the line, and they would snap the ball really quick. You couldn't adjust. You couldn't You couldn't go strong side, weak side on defense. You just had to play straight up, and three guys could carry the ball, and you never knew who it was going to be. And last night, um, you know, Liberty played their first home playoff game. Um, big expectations for them coming into the game, and the game was close through the first half. Um, the, the final score ended up being 24-14, uh, uh, still a close game, but um, – A team like uh, Webster City that runs the ball a lot, you know, once they get behind by a certain amount of points they got to throw, that's not really their their bread and butter. So I think I saw three or four passes total from their offense last night. They have a running back. um, I think his last name is Cherry. He's ran for 1,600 yards on the season. Um, But Liberty uh, pulled off um, the win, Liberty's first playoff win in school history. The school's been around for five years. but um, big shout out to coach Harris and his guys um, for becoming the first team in school history to win a playoff game. Um, we talk about some of the kids from Liberty that had, a, had big games. Graham um, Graham threw for uh, 15 of 23 for only 127 yards, but two touchdowns. But Graham uh, Graham had some big runs last night. that got some first downs and chewed some clock. He had 13 carries for 81 yards. Um, a lot of the times they would send some guys in motion and the linebackers would run out of the box and then free Graham up for a, a quarterback draw. Um, Coach Harrison then must have saw a tendency in in Webster City's defense to uh, allow for something like that. So that happened um, quite a few times we saw that. And then um, a big catch on one of the plays um, from Lucas Meyer for a 44-yard touchdown. Um, Webster City really limited Liberty's shots, uh, taking shots like they have all season. Um, but when they did connect on the shots, they did take there for touchdowns. So, um, really, really fun atmosphere, really fun game to be at last night. Um, their fans stormed the, stormed the field. It was costume night. Um, I joked with, uh, one of our players that I was going to dress up like him, but, uh, man, uh, we talk about the excitement of playoff football. Um, don't sit at home on Friday nights. If you can and watch these games on a live stream, I know it's cold, um, Get out there and experience playoff football. It's a lot different than sitting and uh, sitting there and watching the games during the regular season because uh, one of these teams is gonna go home every week and their season's over. It's definitely a different atmosphere.
0: Well uh, um, man, that was great, great they're moving on, but it sounded like it was a battle.
1: yeah, like I said, it's really hard on that uh, on a defense to mimic that. You know, you can try to to um, and it's hard to it's hard to even talk about that offense. Literally breaks out of the huddle, they all kind of jog to the line, and they go. There's no waiting for a play call. There, it's it's a it's a quick snap offense, and it's hard to defend. It really is. Um, like I said, I saw it my senior year of high school, and as a linebacker, man, it, it we went base the whole game because we couldn't adjust to to the speed of it. You can't practice that kind of a, a speed in, in practice against a team like that. So, um, and a coach that's won that many games in the state of Iowa, obviously knows what he's doing uh, as a football coach too. Let's be honest about that.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's his brand of football. They're playing. That's a, uh, that's unmistakable. Well, what do you think?
1: Should uh, they play next? Um, their next home game is against Carlisle. Uh, funny little coincidence that uh, Carlisle also has a coach um, that played at co with me and coach Harris. So um, next week I will be um, here at home again, watching Liberty play uh, against them and have two teammates coaching uh, on options into the side of the field next week. So it'll be a fun, uh, fun thing for me to sit in the stands and watch both guys that I played with um, coach, coach against each other.
0: Well, the, uh, you got these, uh, if, it, if you won last night, you're one of eight teams left in the state of Iowa. And that's got to be quite an uh, accomplishment in some elite company. So congratulations, Liberty Lightning. You know, uh, uh, we were happy to be there watching you that first game. And you uh, got our season off to a flying start. And it's just been, you know, a miraculous season. But last night was some of the best action I've seen all year. What about you?
1: Yeah, yeah, there were uh... – You know, usually we're pretty tuned into the City High game. Um, Last night, City High was playing in Johnston in Central Iowa. Um, Obviously, me being a a City High supporter with my kids both going to school there, um, I watched the live stream of that game as I was watching the Liberty game. Um, That game ended up with a 31 38. Johnston won the game in overtime. City High was down uh, at halftime. I believe it was. it was 23 or 24 to seven at halftime. Um, the boys made a heck of a comeback, took the game in overtime. They missed a field goal um, with 10 seconds left in regulation. Um, both teams got a shot at 25 to score. Johnson scored through a, a, an out route to their, their six foot four tight end. who has got offers from Texas tech and a couple of big power, five schools um, city high. Drove down to the three-yard line. Um, Drew Larson ran, took off running, and Drew fumbled the ball into the end zone um, and um, the recovery by Johnston. So City High season ended last night. Um, Drew Larson, their uh, City High quarterback, ran for 139 yards and had 237 yards passing. And uh, all-world Ben Keeter had 95 yards rushing and two touchdowns in his last performance. Um, Sad to see for us to watch Ben end his, his, his football career. Um, and I, as, uh, at city high, Ben has been one of the best linebackers, if not the best linebacker in the state the last couple of years. So, I'm um, sad as the city high viewer to see that happen last night. Um, but I was locked and loaded on kind of two games last night as I was paying attention. And as we talked about scores from last night, um, a lot of exciting games, some, some upsets, um, some teams, uh, some teams advancing that nobody kind of thought would happen. And, uh, I've got some more scores from 5A. If you'd like me to keep, yeah, just with. keep
0: shooting them out there, man. You're the guy for Cedar Rapids and Iowa City for our listeners, man. And and uh, you got to keep up with the, the bigger schools because uh, we got all our, our our hands full with all the small ones.
1: Well, um, probably in the shocker of all shockers, at least in the upper classes last night, um, Valley, I believe, came in ranked sixth, uh, maybe not sixteenth, maybe they were thirteenth or fourteenth, whatever it was they ended up coming to Prairie Valley or to Pleasant Valley last night and beating Pleasant Valley. Pleasant Valley, I believe was the third seed, um, in the state, um, 15 to 10. Um, you know I've talked and I've seen some guys on Twitter talk about this a little bit this morning, Eastern Iowa football and central Iowa football in class five. They, they are not alike. They haven't been for years. Um, that game is one indication, um, you know, City, Pleasant Valley, and uh, Kennedy were the three teams from over on this side of the state that uh, thought had a chance in 5A to maybe maybe play against those Central Iowa teams, and uh, Pleasant Valley takes the loss last night. Kennedy actually ended up losing to Waukee Northwest last night with the loss with City. The only school left in 5A on this side of the state is, uh, is Cedar Rapids Prairie, as they beat Lindmar last night in a return game from the last game of the season, so... Um 5A kind of shut down in the state for uh, in Central Iowa. It's going to be a Central Iowa finale, um, it sounds like. And uh, Eastern Iowa, again, I think this is like the s- ninth or tenth year in a row a Central Iowa team will probably end up putting the state title. So uh, a lot of 5A Eastern Iowa schools are trying to figure out what they can do to to, to get their chance at the championship. And uh, they're, they're going back to the drawing board this morning and, and into the next season.
0: Well, it's rough out there in the playoffs and there's a lot of great teams because there's so many communities in Iowa, whether they be great, big communities or little tiny communities that support their football team and always will give them anything they can do to make them as good as they possibly can be. And, uh, uh, that's, you know, I don't know. They're just, I would just put such a priority on uh, making these, these teams good in football. Don't they? Yeah. You
1: know, uh, throughout the country they talk about texas being this the, the state for for football and, and some of that stuff and I, i've never seen a a live high school texas game but uh as you do what you do and the things that i do on friday nights you go to some of these small towns and when they say if you're the last person in the town to shut the light off before you leave to go to a playoff game they, they, they truly mean that um these small towns rally around these high school programs, and it's the heartbeat of these, these towns, you know. When the, when the programs are winning, you can tell. And when the programs aren't winning, you can tell that too. Um, you guys were at a heck of a, a place last night that's always been rich in tradition and football, and uh, I'm sure you would agree that you got that last night when you, when you showed up down there to watch that football game. Everybody
0: in the Tri-County area was on Sigourney's side, and then Mediapolis brought just as many people. I mean, it was wall to wall from end zone to end zone, people standing along the fence, filling the grandstands, filling the fence, clear to the other end. I mean, there was no spots along the fence on either side you could see. There were literally thousands of people there for what turned out to be one heck of a ball game. Sometimes it's just a shame when someone has
1: to lose, isn't it? Yeah, you know that. That's I would think uh, watching that game with City and Johnson last night. I, that's how you felt. Like uh, City down as much as they were at halftime. You were like, man, what's going to happen? Is it going to get out of control? And then they 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 kept breaking the little piece of the, the 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 big stone and and marbles. The pebbles started falling out, and then the boys caught back up. And then you hate to lose in overtime after you you know came back from that far out. It's it's uh. That's that's the that's the hard thing about the playoffs, and that's the cool thing about the playoffs, right? One team, one team wins and advances, and the next team loses. The other team loses and goes home, and their off season starts. As you talked about being one of the top eight teams in the state, and your class is awesome. Um, but one of the things that uh, you know, then it's four, and then it's two, but only one team, only six teams in this state end the season with state championship. Yeah, and, I just uh, want to
0: mention the scores to anybody who's listening. Last night, Sigourney killed Cobras, beat the the Minneapolis Bulldogs, twenty to thirteen in overtime, and one of the hardest fought, slugged out, even match. Two teams that like to do a lot of the same stuff, uh, you know, you like hitting and blocking and 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 tough going out there. That was a great game, and, and but as I look across the score, there was a lot of great games last night. So. Well, let's yeah, keep, let's it, it keep was awesome up
1: there on those awesome. scores. It was awesome that you guys were at that game. Um, I, I I talk about a lot of former teammates. I played a lot of football on different levels in and around the Midwest. And uh, one of my former teammates, Jared Jensen, is the quarter or the quarterback. <laughs> he can still play quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He he uh, he's the coach down there at Sigourney. And uh, man, it's good seeing teammates, former teammates, coaching. Um, so that was really awesome to watch to hear the scores from them last night. We talk about West Branch weekly. Train keeps rolling, man. There, um, and I'm sure you heard this this week, but Coach Butch Peterson, um, they found out Butch has a, a kind of blood cancer, and uh, so those boys now are are doing it for Butch. Um, they ended up beating Water Columbus, who they played earlier this season, 27 to 14 which gets them um, another home game next week against um, MFL Marmac. Um, after I'm going to say it right now. West Branch is going to win that game, and West Branch is going to play in the Dome, and they're going to play for their coach. Um, coach Peterson is an absolute legend. Coach Peterson is one of those people in, in that town that uh, I work in, in West Branch, that uh, he's the town. And you talk about a small town with – wanting to do things for their, their 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 leader the man that's been that in that town forever coaching those kids coaching the kids as fathers cousins all those things uh, west branch won the game last night um excited to see them I, i'm i'm thinking they're going to the dome in the championship game but uh i'm kind of biased so um that was a game last night i i kept in contact with um another game that uh we looked at last night was Western Dubuque versus North Scott. That again was a repeat of a, a game played earlier this season. North Scott beat um, Western Dubuque last night, thirty-eight to uh, fifteen. Greg uh a running back that coached, I coached ran for uh, one hundred six yards and a touchdown. He had six hundred yard rushing games this season. Um, <laughs> and then another game, and I know Scotty probably watched this too. You know, Grundy Center has been very good in, in the last couple of years, and uh, I was. Ultimately surprised by the score um, with them in Columbus last night. I thought that was going to be a closer game. Um, But Columbus uh, ended up losing one of their players. Um, Tristan ended up breaking his leg last night from um, all accounts from what I was told. So, um, sad news there for them, but they ran into a buzzsaw in Grundy Center. Yeah, uh, well, I think
0: Grundy Center is number two in
1: the state, weren't they? Yeah, and they've got a good program in the last couple of years. You know, I had read some quotes this morning that you see some teams on film and they don't appear to be as big as they are. And then you play against them and realize they're a lot more physical than a film they show you.
0: Well, I don't know. Come ain't got that to be uh, ashamed of. That was a heck of a season. And you got a lot of respect, man. You got, I mean, you got, you had, I'm, I'm telling you, I had coach after coach tell me, man, I had to watch that Columbus-Albernet game, and, and uh, they were telling me, that run game they got is ridiculous, you know. But yeah,
1: it but, sounds like they've got two stud athletes. Um, I talked to, to, the Amigo, um, to Amagon this morning a little bit. He had 126 yards rushing last night, even in that loss. But when you got two two stud running backs like that, and one of them gets hurt, and you don't – I don't think they pass very much. Um, that, that, that affects the game plan and, and game plans change. And, um, when you get down, you know, uh, we talk about, uh, colleges in the state of Iowa, when Iowa, when Iowa gets down, they're not a very good passing team and, uh, even even worse this year. But when you get down to the playoffs, you gotta, you gotta be able to pass at the right time as a running team in the playoffs in the state of Iowa. Yeah.
0: So many great teams. You got so much great <laughs> action up there. Um, uh- Well, how many other teams are there? Are there other teams left?
1: Um, You know, I I just noticed this score, and this will pertain to our area a little bit. Uh, Mount Vernon and Solon won again last night. Both of them will play each other next week. I don't know where that game is at. Um, I'm assuming it's at Mount Vernon uh, just based on uh, Mount Vernon ended the season undefeated, and Solon, um, I think, had two losses. So those two teams played a great game earlier this season. They will return to play another game um, next week. Um, but 5A in Eastern Iowa, it's, it's Cedar Rapids Prairie left. Um, in 4A, uh, Waverly-Shell Rock uh, and Liberty are still um, kind of on our eastern side of the state. North um, Liberty will end up playing Carlisle. I don't know. There's there's just so many games and so much excitement. Um, you know, I've been wanting to get to West Branch all season, and I think I'm going to end up having to watch West Branch play at the Unidome. That's where I'm going to see West Branch I'd like to see him go win it for Coach Peterson.
0: Well, it's tough in the playoffs; you can only beat one place, you know. And there's all these <laughs> big, big games, uh, but we'll we'll try to get to West Branch sometime too. But uh, um, that uh, Waverly Shell Rock—they they beat uh, uh, Fort Madison uh, yep. pretty handily last night. But the, that was another great season for Fort Madison. I wanted to to uh, mention, you know, how proud I was of them, and how proud I am of Columbus and. You know, it's, uh, you guys are at least, you know, in the top 16 in the whole state, you know, and, uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, probably more close to that top 10 spot, but, uh, tremendous, tremendous years. Uh, you know, to all those kids whose dreams ended last night, uh, my heart breaks for you and for all those kids that are moving on, man, uh, congratulations, uh, uh, I'm sure it was, you know, this is one of their dreams come true. You know, do you remember a playoff win when you were a player?
1: Uh, um, absolutely. You know, it, it, as you talk about that, even the emotions in me now kind of, t- kind of, kind of rev up a little bit. You know, um, when I was a junior in high school, a little story, um, we made it to the playoffs. We got beat in the first round by uh, Iowa Falls. It was just Iowa Falls at the time. It wasn't Iowa Falls Alden like it is now. And, uh, it was heartbreaking, but we were juniors. We were focused coming back our senior year. and That, that senior year, we went undefeated all season long. Um, we ran into Iowa Falls. We, were, we, we got to play Iowa Falls again in the first round two years in a row. And uh, the emotion of beating them after losing them our junior season was was amazing. I loved every bit of it. And then the second second round, we played at home um, against Emmitsburg. Edmont- Emmitsburg ended up being the, the state champion uh, my senior year in Class 2A. Um, had some superstar athletes that ended up at Iowa, um, did very well there. Um, but those those games you talk about, um, those losses hurt, and they're hard to deal with. But, man, the memories of those games, you talk like you, you bring it up, the crowd was there was no place to stand and watch the game. That's how that crowd was for us against Emmitsburg. Our town of 3,000 people that night turned into a town of 6,000 people because we had people from Emmitsburg that came down, you know, past alumni. Um, the town was at the football game that night, restaurants, might as well shut down until after the game, but, um, it hurts when you lose, but the memories that you have of, of those games last into your adulthood. And, and, you know, those are memories that, uh, you're never going to lose. It's, it's a uh, football in the state of Iowa, football, anywhere, but football in the, the state of Iowa and some of these small towns is, uh, is one of the most amazing things. And, uh, it's probably why I coach, you know, some of that comes from, uh, those memories of being that kid, um, having those games end like they did.
0: Well, we just got a few minutes left. You want to go over some of the players that you work with and, uh, any of them that did anything of note
1: last night? Um, um, we did, you know, as we, as we do this podcast, we, we got a, I got a chance this week, you know, you got a chance to sit down and talk to Ty a little bit, um, our off season is kind of starting. We're getting together, you know, I'm kind of like the, uh, the town basketball guy that goes down to the basketball court, pickup games just kind of happen. We've got some of our kids that, um, now that are done with the playoffs or done with their seasons that come up to Iowa city and work out with us and, and, uh, not, not a practice, just more of a workout. You know, these kids all want to get better. and, And that's part of what we do is give them opportunity to, to have a coach around to help them. And, uh, Catch some footballs, kids that are running backs in high school that don't really catch a lot of footballs. We give them a chance to catch footballs and go. So um, our off season is kind of ramping up. We're excited to see some of our kids and, and future kids go on college visits. And um, as some football seasons end, ours starts to pick back up. So football year round for this guy, uh, we'll start back up in December. We'll take a little bit of a, a hiatus before we start right back up and get ready to go.
0: All right. Well, this has been This Week with Matt Meek. Uh, look at the Iowa City Cedar Rapids. Give us a little better uh, bird's eye view of some of this that those area teams. They're not just, you know, we're including the West Branches and the Sullins and all that. And uh, congratulations to Sullin, representing well. Uh, big game next week. Uh, thanks for being with us. Yep, thank you. All right.